My name is Scott Challoner and this is the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. It's a crisp autumn afternoon today as you join us on the show and I'm delighted to say that alongside me on the programme is James Wewell, the Director at Uplands Projects Limited, the holding entity for Wilesdale Park, a farming and tourism country estate in Lancashire. Uh, James, welcome and thank you for joining us on the show today. Pleasure. It's fantastic having you alongside us, uh, James, just to sort of get a little bit of context to what's been going on in the hospitality industry over the course of the uh, the last 18 months. And I can imagine it's been sort of a real challenge for you, being that you're sort of a farming and tourism country estate yourself. So how has it been sort of navigating the uh, the last couple of years, would you say? Um, it's, I guess it's been uncharted for the last 18 months. Um and an unprecedented degree of uncertainty. Um, uncertainty being the kind of nemesis of any business. Um, and I guess within that, the way the pandemic has played out for us has just been a uh, probably best characterized as a, as a roller coaster. Um, it's been very, very fast and it has been extremely up and down. Um, and, and to that degree, I would say uh, exhausting. And I can imagine from sort of a staff perspective as well, it's also been quite difficult because you probably had to close some of your sort of venues and services over the uh, the last couple of years. And you probably also had sort of one or two worried faces amongst your staff workforce during that time. So what was it like sort of maintaining morale from that point of view? Um, morale was, it was the toughest uh, as we went into Christmas last year, because of our wedding business, which plays a huge role in the estate, um, and bride and grooms, our couples were very gracious uh, as the pandemic hit, and they stayed with us through the um, through the summer. And then, as the as I can't remember, it was, I think it was the second wave, wasn't it? I think it was the the arrival of the variant mm. um, that then. Um, that then seemed to catalyze a real collapse in morale amongst our bride and grooms, which then forced a lot of further cancellations, which then fed back into the morale of our team. Uh, and it was it was an exceptionally tough winter. And now that restrictions have sort of gone for the time being, have you seen that sort of consumer confidence and sort of the willingness to sort of step back out and look to your services? Has that sort of returned in abundance or has it been a little bit more of a slow take up, would you say? Uh, it has, we were a growing business, uh, before the pandemic, um, and coming out of it, we've gone back into growth. Um, but I would say, cause we were able to use the time that we were closed, it was quite high risk, but we did do some renovation works. We've been able to increase the offering of the estate. And so I'd say that business is now 15% up. That's certainly Um, encouraging. That's really encouraging. And I think it's an example of essentially taking advantage of a good crisis i mean it's what what some people do say don't they don't waste a good crisis and what it seems that you've done is you've used that to sort of put the renovations to good use when probably when you were in full operation you wouldn't have had the time to do that and that's enabled you to essentially when the recoveries come along to essentially cash in capitalize and really sort of look to the future with some real optimism now 
Yeah, it was, again, it was high risk. Um, but what we wanted to do is we wanted to give our couples who had waited to get married, we wanted to give them, an, and we want, and our customers, you know, we wanted them to give an, an improved product when they returned. Um, so by improving accommodation and by improving the venue, um, the downside has been they've had to wait, but at least they've had an upside, which is that they've, they've had a kind of a venue experience and a state experience, which has exceeded their expectations. Mm. Speculate to accumulate, isn't it? High risk, high reward, as you were uh, saying there. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was high risk. Obviously, if, if, if it hadn't, I, I guess the big change and what, thinking about it, what made all the difference for us, what, where we came out of the, uh, the spiral was when the government said that they were going to give the hard deadline of all restrictions removed. And I, in, in, the, in the plan, no one was expecting that. And when, when Boris and Rishi, you know, they said, we're going to, it's going to step phase. And then by the time we get to July, everything's gone, everything's open. And I know they didn't quite hit that target. But um, to be fair to them, it was, it was a brilliant call and it just gave all, all the kind of consumer confidence for us came rushing back. It was just that little bit of certainty, and, and, it, and it, it made it made it, it it kind of it kind of got us off the floor. I think it was that little bit of certainty that business needed um, at that point in time. Um, after sort of months and months of sort of not really quite knowing exactly what was coming, just the publication of that plan and the following through of it just really seemed to sort of provide that little bit of context and. Um, I think as well, um, it's important to sort of look back and think that even though it's been a very challenging and quite tragic time for so many, I suppose as business leaders, the crisis management experience that we've had in navigating this last couple of years, we're going to take an awful kind of lot away from that, aren't we, in terms of sort of real lessons from all of this? I would still say on balance, Mm. um, if we could do it all again, uh, I'd rather not have the crisis management experience under the belt. Mm. Um, the, the psychological toll that it's taken on all of us, especially on the wedding side, uh, has been quite substantial. Uh, and we, we are all still struggling to believe that uh, it will ever go back to normal. We're all kind of imagining that just around the corner there's another um, you know, uh, meteorite coming. So it has been it has been great to understand how you manage the completely unexpected, but um, I think that for us as a growing business, uh, the the additional level of exhaustion is going to take. We think it will take a couple more years to to cycle through the business mm. to get back to somewhere that's normal. Absolutely right. But it's a huge going to be. backlog mm. played into twenty twenty two. So we'll be doing double the number of weddings that we usually do, which is required infrastructure investments that will only be really useful for that one year. And then um, and it also makes all of your forecasts and all your numbers a bit out. But, yeah, I mean, I guess for those people who went through the financial crash, I guess maybe it's an equivalent, I don't know. But uh, hopefully <laughs> we don't have to go through it again for another 20 years. No, hopefully not and perhaps even longer than that for sure and uh, I suppose um, one of the things that has come out of it as well is that we're a lot more sort of 
open and honest about sort of our own sort of mental health and our own mortality I suppose aren't we and we're sort of focusing on this issue perhaps more than we ever have it's now really been thrust under the uh, the microscope of the national discussion um do you think it is important therefore within business um to sort of look to safeguard the mental health of our colleagues as well as also lead by example and make sure that we're looking after ourselves at the top yeah yeah we are we're, 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 we're trying to get a bit more of a balance. I think the important thing for us was to get everybody back into the office. Mm-hmm. Um, the nature of our industry, uh, uh, we, we've got, um, you know, we've got a lot of, lot of working mums um, and they've been through everything that we've been through, but to a, a magnitude of five greater with the homeschooling. So it was really important for us to get the office back open and, and get everyone back in. And, 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 and we've just, we have tried to focus on corporate culture more and we've tried to focus on the wellness side and giving people time out and giving people rewards and because it has just been utterly unrelenting for a year and a half. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll have created a long-term shift towards better focus on uh, on mental health of, of employees so it's, it's a funny one to know yeah and i think um you, what you mentioned as well is getting people back into the office is quite important in several industries because even though we've seen in some sectors the benefits of sort of you know remote working for instance it doesn't sort of include those water cooler moments let's say where you know you're talking to somebody in the office you're bouncing ideas off each other and that's where sort of innovations really do happen don't they so getting everybody physically back together is incredibly important as you say there incredibly important and to agree there's the best of both worlds because it's forced it's forced uh, more introduction of, of software uh, that, that's great for remote working but that software is still excellent when you're all working together in an office so in a way you know, we've we, it's kind of catalyzed a, a quicker turnout of the remote working software, but it's all just as useful um, when you're back together. So it's yeah, we we, we do feel in we do feel like there is a, a stronger scaffold and more rigor within the business having having survived it. Mm, that's fantastic. But, you know, we were speaking with the administrators in January, so it was it was it was. It was seriously nerve-wracking, um, and and I know everyone has gone through ten times worse than we have as a country, a state. You know, with we're very lucky to have no debt, um, but yeah, it was, it was it was it was it was quite something. It's exactly it, isn't it? Nobody's really come through this sort of unscathed or without real trauma, have they? And uh, I think it's going to be important um, sort of really taking the best of those experiences forward and sort of building our resilience, isn't it? And as we think about the uh, the future and continuing to hopefully go from strength to strength, um, what do you feel, James, that the next 12 months holds for yourself and for Wiresdale Park? And where ideally would you sort of like the business to be by this time in 2022? I mean, what we're hoping is that because we're doing two years of weddings in one, we are hoping that we have got our, our cost-based forecast correct because we've never operated like the, like the way that we're about to operate. Um, so, I, you know, we just don't know what is going to happen to that minuscule little war chest that we've got. 
But my hope is that we've got our cost-based forecast correct. We do our two years in one worth of weddings um, and and we come out of it better than where we were in in March 2020. And I, I th- we, we think that we can do that. Um, I guess the only thing that we won't ever recover is that uh, lingering uh, kind of slight shock and, and, and trauma of it all. But I guess that takes years to go. It does. And hopefully it does breed sort of resilience within the uh, the business on the inverse as well. And um, hopefully as well, like I say, um, things are going to go well for you over the uh, the next uh, year because it is very much high risk, high reward. And hopefully that all plays out well. And as we start to sort of see the reality of the situation unfold, um, I'd even welcome the opportunity, James, to have you back on the show with us. And hopefully there'll be sort of a real tale of success to share there Then everything will have panned out um, as well as possible. Yeah, no, it'd be a pleasure to, to report back in uh, November next year. I'm hoping to be able to access the recovery loan scheme, um, which should um, take some of the pressure off. Um, and I think I think our team have got 12 months of of graft in them. Um, but it's a big ask after two years of being on that roller coaster. Um, but I guess the weddings is the weddings business, which is a big part of the estate. It just it just fell between the cracks. Um, you know, in terms of government support um, and government grants and, and all the rest of it. But yeah, hopefully in a, in a year's time, we'll be on the up. Hopefully so. And I do hope that everybody within the business as well really sort of goes above and beyond. And we've seen that in abundance all across industry over the last 18 months, haven't we? Um, thank you, yeah. James, for the time that you spent joining us on the programme today. It's been fantastic okay. having you. And I do take okay. care and stay safe with all still going okay. on until next time. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Scott. Thank you. If you feel that you have your own story of success and innovation to share with us here at the Leaders' Council, then by all means, you can apply to be on the show via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Until next time to all of our regular listeners, please take care and goodbye.